Hello. Welcome back to Diagnosing a Killer. I'm Coel. And I'm Kenna. back to the mental breakdown we're here to slap some knowledge on you oh i'm excited i'm excited as well so i decided to do five diagnoses that are not diagnosable anymore what yeah that's cool i know know that like we talked about like schizophrenia being a spectrum now and certain things like that so i was like wouldn't it be kind of cool to like look back into history and see, yeah. like, what weirdness people have come up with to explain away... Interesting. ...mental illnesses I or mental guarantee- disorders. I hope that uh, female hysteria is in there. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> We're actually going to start out with number one being male hysteria. Ooh! Okay, so I was right? on the right track. Right? Coming in at number one. <laughs> Kung Fu Jizya. Kung Fu Jizya! <laughs> So, of course, we've heard of female hysteria, which also was called the wandering womb at some point, and it was thought to be connected to female sexuality, which is just another great way to suppress women in general, right? Am I right? Thanks, Freud. Thanks, Freud. Well, we'll get to that. Actually, I'm glad that you said that. It was not for a long time that men actually couldn't become hysterical because they lacked a uterus. Mm. So in turn, psychologists actually suggested that the male form of hysteria was trauma-based or PTSD-based, which would become PTSD. So not hysteria at all, like actual fucking reasoning to be like, you know, like mentally (laughs) ill. Women are crazy because of their dumb uteruses. Men are crazy because of actual Mm. things that have happened, okay, y'all? War. Like war. (laughs) So, before PTSD was an official diagnosis, at the time it was called railway spine. Whoa. Right? So, this is a diagnosis that was actually given to traumatized victims of railway accidents. Because people just, I guess, didn't realize, like, I guess train safety wasn't a thing. I mean, that makes sense. So, it was either people that were, like, passengers that witnessed an accident or bystanders that witnessed accidents. And so, but again, it was traumatic. Yeah. So, this was the you know, precursor to PTSD. Total side note, I was reading through my treatment plan today because I got back in therapy, I told you, Mm -hmm. and it literally says on there, diagnosed PTSD, and I'm like, cute! It's it's official, (laughs) y'all! So my treatment plan is for generalized anxiety disorder, but it literally says diagnosed PTSD. Damn. I'm like, thanks. But I just think that's so funny. I'm like, it's not funny at all, but it's like, it's oh, I'm fish. glad that it's something that I'm not like, I'm not actually crazy. Like I actually have You have a, a, a real diagnosis. diagnosis. So later, um, later doctors would actually coin, like remove railway spine and would coin it war neurosis. So it was because they would also notice that it was in military. Yeah. So doctors began to notice that hysterical symptoms were present in both men and women, but doctors knew hysteria couldn't be present in men. Oh. So they turned, again, like, had the term for it, which was male traumatic hysteria. Oh, my God. That reminds me of, like, on Grey's Anatomy when they say, I think it's Bailey, she says, like, do you know what hysterical means? She's like, it's code for non-male. And I'm like, hell yeah, girl. It's <laughs> like, so true. Yeah, it really is. It's like, for women, it's like, deal with it. And for men, it's like, poor baby. Yeah. So eventually, Freud would actually propose 
the idea that hysterical symptoms were present in men and women, and they were actually from the same cause. Freud said it. After he said women have a wandering uterus. Right, but that it's also possible. So he actually self-diagnosed himself and his brother with hysteria at one point to reverse the idea that hysteria was gender-specific. That just sounds like a try-hard. Well. That's like a celebrity being like, yeah, like, I did this and that, even though they didn't, just to get other people on board. No, of course, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Milady. Isn't that intense? So that's male oh, hysteria. That's wild. Yeah, there is such thing as male hysteria. It's well, just anymore. called PTSD now. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first. You heard it, <laughs> you heard it here. Coming in at number two. Number two. It's the hot be- 100. <laughs> Forgive me because I might butcher this, but um, it's Diseusthesia athiopica. Very good. Damn, right? So this guy is Samuel Cart- Cartwright, right? Like, he's just a total asshat. <laughs> so during the 1800s, a doctor by the name of Samuel A. Cartwright, he was a medical practitioner and a... Like, he also dealt in psychological theories and medications and things like that, like psychiatry. He was actually um, given awards many times during this, during his studies and things like that over time for scientific breakthroughs. And he was actually really highly respected and recognized, like, nationwide. But he was also part of this cute little snippet of history called scientific racism. Mm, right? Cute. <sighs> so yeah, we know now the term is scientific racism. So dysesthesia athiopica is a term coined by Cartwright and it was basically was the cause of quote laziness of slaves. Uh athiopica is actually it's it's Greek terminology and it basically means I think it's north of the Nile or by the Nile. Okay. So it's a technical term for or I guess like a like like a geographical, geographical term. term. Yes, some of the symptoms were a uh, were where a person appeared to be half asleep and actually um, had a symptom that was insensitivity in the skin caused by raised lesions, mostly presenting on one's back. Oh, that's really odd. You Isn't know, that I odd? wonder why they're ex- exhausted and, and tired and acting quote unquote lazy because they're getting freaking beaten. Yes. By assholes. Oh my god, that is so, like, disgusting that it's that disgusting. was actually a term. It gets worse. Oh. So, other doctors would not always support this theory, to which Cartwright claimed it was because others, quote, attention had not been sufficiently directed to the maladies of the Negro race. I'm sorry, come again? Right. Yeah, they just weren't paying enough attention. Yeah. Oh, so... He's not wrong because no. he's trying to say that they're lazy. Other doctors are wrong for not recognizing yes, that they're lazy. Yes, exactly. It's that fault. makes my stomach hurt. <sighs> According to Cartwright, this mental illness was, quote, end quote, easily curable. What? His theory was that the lesions on one's back or skin could be treated and therefore cure the disease. Or just stop enslaving people and maybe that'll fucking, quote, unquote, cure it. Yeah. Like... I'm sorry, I'm screaming into the microphone. That is so infuriating. How would you treat these lesions, you ask? Quote, the best means to stimulate the skin is first to have the patient well washed with warm water and soap, then to anoint all over in oil. Slap the oil with a broad leather strap. Shut up. Not even kidding. 
Then put the patient to some kind of hard work in Shut the sunshine. The fuck up. I'm not even kidding. That's End a quote. lie. That's what that's what he recommended. That as is far written as treatment. down on a piece of paper yes. in history. Yes. What a fucking cocksucker. It's awful. Isn't that oh, horrible? That's baffling. After which Cartwright would then go on to say that the slave would, quote, look grateful and thankful to the white man whose compulsory power has restored his sensation and dispelled the mist that clouded his intellect, end quote. Okay, I'm not, like, in favor of book burning, but fuck, burn this shit out of this content. Ugh, it's so infuriating. What the <laughs> fuck? The fact that you even were able to find that in the internet <laughs> because it, gets worse. it still exists. Oh, this is on the Wikipedia page. Oh my god. This is real. That it gets worse. I just, I can't. It gets worse. Oh my god. He would also insist that the disease was, quote, much more prevalent among free Negroes living in clusters by themselves than among slaves on our plantations. It attacks only such slaves that live like free Negroes in regards to diet, drink, and exercise, end quote. So, it's, I, I can't, it's, I, I, it's I, scientific racism. It's, 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 it's there. And what, like, and people just believe this shit, like, because they're dumb and they're ignorant and they want to remain ignorant. I, I don't even think I have any extra words. According to Cartwright, quote, nearly all free Negroes are more or less afflicted with it and have not got some white person to direct them and take care of them, end quote. Because that was grammatically correct. This diagnosis is not the first of its kind, and it certainly wasn't the last in yeah. regards to scientific racism. It would take another 80 years after Cartwright's death before scientific racism would be denounced, begin to be denounced. And it was around the Second, second World War. So when, like, dad was born. Like, that's not even that long ago. <laughs> like, our grandfather fought in that war. Isn't that incredible? That and that there's still people alive today that believe in shit like that. Wild. I just, it's the treatment plan that's getting me. Oh, yeah. I'm that's sorry. The treatment the plan. quote unquote treatment. Plan. What are all these strange lesions? Like, must be the source. God. Another, like, scientific racist, racism thing that they thought for a long time was that black people had a very severe form of leprosy. Yeah, I've heard that. And it's, it's horrible. It's awful. That, like, makes me want to fucking cry. Like, that <sighs> is so awful. Fuck that guy. Rest in distress. I wanted to do that one second because it's really intense to yeah. think about. So we're going to move on to number three. The vapors. The vapors. <laughs> we got the vapors. <laughs> we're going to talk about the vapors. Okay. You've heard, I'm sure everybody's heard about the vapors, the right? Vapors. The vapors. <sighs> and uh, yeah, everybody's heard about it at least once or twice in their life. You know, I say it every once in a while, but I think I'm going to stop saying it. It actually comes from the notion that internal organs, most often the uterus, would emit vapors that would rise up into your brain and cause chaos. <laughs> that sounds like hysteria. It's the same thing. They just renamed it. Is. It. <laughs> it is. Well, what's another way we can t yes, <laughs> go against the women? Oh, the uterus. God. <laughs> the vapors. I got the vapors. That's so called pheromones, and they're normal. <laughs> So this actually, it, it, so there's also, there's there's more to it. So this would range um, anywhere between, like, if you're going to talk about real diagnosis, um, bipolar disorder, anxiety, It but it would also, you know, the vapors would also explain away 
At the time, PMS, mania, depression, fainting, mood swings, and even withdrawal symptoms. Okay, so all of those things are caused by other things. The vapors. Fainting is because, <laughs> no, PMS and fainting are two completely different things. <laughs> you can no. faint from being too hot. And it's with, the vapors. And withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. Like you're weaning yourself off of heroin, got the vapors. Yeah, literally. Oh, you're a woman? Okay, it looks like you got the vapors. <laughs> Treatments would range between herbs, more sex, less sex, or purifying yourself with fire. I'm sorry. (laughs) What was that last one? I'll get there. Do tell. (laughs) Either way, most often, people were diagnosed as just becoming too, quote-unquote, westernized too quickly. So believe it or not, at a certain point in history, the spleen was actually thought to cause most similar effect, uh, afflictions. I did psychologically. Hear, I did know that, yeah. So mostly uh, it was linked to melancholy or depression. And in fact, the Greek word spleen means melancholy or oh, melancholia. Yeah. Um, and so it was thought to think that the spleen, it was part of the, like, knew it was part of, like, the digestive system, but they thought that it harbored black bile and that those would emit, uh, emit vapors or whatever. Bro, I'm so glad I was when I was. (laughs) (laughs) So this would be at least for men because most vapors came from the uterus. Of course. So of course they had to give it another name for men because men are so goddamn special. Ugh. Pat you on the back. It was also thought that the spleen actually was the source of laughter causing madness. Okay, and they're just grasping. I know. <laughs> and since what? women have both a spleen and uterus, they're oh. doubly bad. Oh. <laughs> Wicked. So the spleen was actually thought to also produce evil if not treated, and you could also cast spells with it. Oh, so now we're witches. All of a circle. And that's what I'm saying. Kill it with fire. That's what I'm saying. That. They thought that the scary. only way to get rid of it was through fire. I'm sorry, purification through fire is yeah, such a, f- a nice way of saying it like, burn at the like- stakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just, the only treatment is purification through fire. Bad hurt. Ah! <laughs> Jesus, it's fucked that's up. So awful. Ugh. Burn at the stake. <laughs> That's not funny at all. It's, it's sad. It's terrible. How primitive. Oh my god. That is so bad. Alright, number four. Homosexuality. Oh, here we go. So I I mean we all know that homosexuality is not a mental illness. Tis not. Tis not a mental illness. And I'm sure everyone is aware that at some point it was considered a mental illness. Um, yes. But here's some just some interesting tidbits to think about. In 1973, homosexuality was actually taken out of the DSM-5, which it is 73. That was like 50 years ago. Right? Like, literally, that was 50 years ago. Well, when no, sodomy was still illegal back then, too. Yeah, when you were talking about uh, Robert Brunella, that even when, you know, you said that he was, he went to college in the 60s, yeah. or was in high school in the 60s, or whatever yeah. it was, and that it wouldn't be until, like, 13 years later. Yeah. Like, it was considered a mental illness. Well, yeah, it reminds me of, like, Bohemian Rhapsody, like, with Queen and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, they were in, like, the late 70s, but still, like, it was a big deal, even for Freddie Mercury to kind of come into his own. And he was famous. Famous. (laughs) He's got the vipers. (laughs) 
So, of course, the DSM-5, um, for listeners that might not know what that is, that is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual that provides pretty much a guideline for classification of mental disorders in psychiatry. And that is the American Psychiatric Association that creates that. It's true. Remember, because Dr. Zimbardo was on the APA, oh, American Psychological Association. Yeah, that great guy. He's yeah. a great guy. So ethically correct. So, the director... The redaction stated, quote, homosexuality per se implies no impairment in judgment, stability, reliability, or general social or vocational capabilities, end quote. Yeah. And that this redaction aimed to, quote, take the lead in removing the stigma of mental illness that has long been associated with homosexual orientations, end quote. With that, however, there is something that shifted socially. Since it was no longer classified as a mental illness, society was like, so you choose this? Yeah. And it came with, you know, th the stigmatization, basically, still, that it wasn't a mental illness. Now it's a choice. Yeah. And now you're choosing to be this way. Yeah. And you're, you know, and it wasn't recognized anymore. Yeah. Since it was no longer classified as something that was diagnosable and therefore treatable society who started villainizing the queer community unfortunately <sighs> so awful so instead they're like oh well you got it covered for a while but now you're of sane mind and you choose to yeah. be this way maybe <laughs> yeah. perhaps you're more crazy now yeah choosing this so then um as a result of this the community started seeing an increase in mental health issues yeah like depression people are and anxiety exactly. and ptsd which is really interesting that now it's like okay it's not diagnosed as homosexuality but now you will have all of these well, real occurrence yeah these real these real things that happen to people in the community as a whole yeah. because of that which you want of course it's a good thing it's not a mental illness yeah absolutely but also it's like okay because it's now i would say decriminalized if you will or it's now you know no longer a mental disorder now people are more comfortable coming out as such and then therefore they are comfortable expressing their other you know in internal thoughts and their you know anxiety depression what have you right so it's not only okay now i don't have to face the fear of being prosecuted or whatever or because put in a, i'm put in asylum exactly because i feel that way so now i feel i can be more open about my other you know anxiety and depression whatever i would be right. dealing with yeah. you know yeah. on, on top of society's fear of then having queer people in the streets yeah and that and how horrible that is yeah. honestly like that they didn't care too much about it because queer people were being put away mm -hmm. as insane. Yeah. And that, um, but then after this comes out, it's like, you know, they started policing their own streets and then, <clears throat> you know, and uh, unfortunately the queer community got a lot of that. Yeah. That backlash and stuff. It's really sad. It's awful. Actually, yeah, within the last few years, um, I looked it up earlier that actually uh, rates of suicide and depression anxiety are actually going down in the queer community oh, so that's really i good. i think it's definitely because society is shifting yet again yeah absolutely that, it's more yeah. like i feel like especially now with the platforms that we have mm -hmm. it's so much easier to connect with people that are going through something similar to you yeah and you know it's it's hard i mean in any walks of life it's hard to find people if you're any sort of dare i say different from anyone else mm -hmm. you know then it's like Hard, especially back then, you know, in yeah. the 70s and stuff, we didn't have someone that you could call or match with. On, right, you know, yeah, you would have to have to go underground to a yeah. bar that, uh, you know, accepted gay people or exactly. were owned by, were gay owned. Exactly. Huh. 
Yeah, great list of stuff, but also real controversial topics yeah. as well. So we're going to end with number five, lunacy. Okay, that sounds like something having to do with the moon. <laughs> well, it let's does. talk about it. I'm so smart. So we've Context. heard the two... <laughs> We've heard the term lunatic to describe people who are crazed or presumed crazy, mm-hmm. but maybe you've never heard it described as this because sometimes people don't or haven't. Um, the term actually comes from the moon, like you said. Oh. Yeah. So okay. Luna, see. And it's actually the Latin, uh, the original word is a Latin term, um, which was lunaticus, which actually means to be moonstruck. So, in the 1700s, philosophers and doctors thought that the brain was the wettest organ in the body. And much like tides tend to be affected by the moon, they assumed that people's brains would change as well. Just because they're both water-based? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another reason that one might experience lunacy, and that is on full moons, People would be disturbed by the bright light source, and it would dis- disrupt sleep patterns and cause crazed episodes, similar to what we now know as bipolar, seizures, and insomnia. Oh! Yes. Well, I mean, I can kind of get on board with some of that. Like, on a full moon, people do tend to act oddly. However, I think it also has a lot to do with the fact that we know it's a full moon, and we're, like, anticipating we're like, for people to act. It's a full moon! So it's like, yeah. you notice it more. You yeah, know? Just like course. a similar lady, you buy, like, a white car. Now you see white cars everywhere because you yeah. have one or whatever. Just for time's sake, I didn't include a lot of those. There's a whole list of ones, even on the Wikipedia page for lun- lunacy. Or actually, I think now it's called um, Lunar Effect. Mm. And so if you just, like, wikipedia lunar effect there's all these studies that they've done like they say like oh car car, like you know car crashes are higher or motorcycle yeah but they say that it's usually because people are distracted and they're looking at the moon they're not paying attention to what they're doing well it's also (laughs) have you seen that website about like the weird like correlations and stuff that have nothing to do with each other but like for some reason they correlate like like the john wilkes booth and the uh john wilkes booth and the other what was that other guy i don't know i'm thinking of uh like like, one of the correlations on there is, like, um, murder rates spike at the same time as ice cream sales. And it's because oh. it's not having anything to do with each other. It's yeah. just the fact that it's hot. So ice cream sales spike and then, like, anger spikes. Right, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or, there were, there was some other ones, like, it did say, you know, epilepsy was um, more of a risk factor on full moons just because of the light. But it has nothing to do with the fact that it's actually the moon that's doing yeah, it. No, you know, yeah, it's, that's it's, what they're trying to say. Yeah, that, you know, the light reflects off things off more, off, you know. And yeah. so if you're driving at night, you know, the reflection might hit and it might cause a seizure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and, like, one of the other ones that, like, is <laughs> so silly, <laughs> the correlation thing, you have to look, it's called, um, like, I, I just Googled, honestly, like, weird correlations, but mm-hmm. one of them is... Um, as the number of Nicolas Cage films that he appeared in goes up, so did the number of people who drowned in a swimming pool. Like, it's like, it has nothing to do with each other, but, like, they both go up at the same time. I, and down. And like, down. It's, it's, it's weirdly correlated. It's so silly. Oh, like, damn. So silly. He just had a movie come out, too. He did? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Swimming pools. Stay away from swimming pools. pools. Oh, God. That's ridiculous. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. So, um, yeah. So, again, you know, we now know that these things are bipolar disorder or maybe schizophrenic episodes, um, things like that. However, the people that are being most affected by those things 
are transient people, yeah. people that sleep outside, people that are exposed to that. And so is it that, that it's lunacy yeah. or is it just people that are, yeah, people that are transient usually have mental health issues. Yeah. And so, you know, anyways, so, uh, so the word lunacy has actually since been taken out of medical journals and laws. It actually wasn't until 2012 that President Obama would enforce the removal of the word from any and all federal law publications. Wow. This law was called the 21st Century Language Act of 2012. Because <laughs> he's like, listen here, motherfuckers, it's the 21st century. Y'all are acting like <laughs> stupid asses with this yeah. verbiage. You guys are acting like lunatics. <laughs> yeah, like, Literally. Like, <laughs> that's, I did not know that. That's so wild. 2012, wow. it wasn't removed from our federal laws. That was 10 years ago, though. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's crazy. Ah, I said crazy. Ugh. Crazy that's with this loon- That's lunacy. That is wild. That they, is my list. That's I, That was a really good one. I'm glad Thanks. that you decided to do that. That's yeah. something I actually was catching myself, like, Googling, like, um, interesting psychology topics or, like, you know, crazy, psycho- whatever, mm-hmm. to, like, start researching for the, my next mental breakdown, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't land on something that was really, that was really cool. It's outside yeah. the box. It's a little bit different. Well, and I also, you know, I, again, like, we, I don't, I didn't want to dwell too much on the, um, not that it's not very real history, but things like homosexuality, because yeah. we know that homosexuality was illegal, but to think, to think about the way that the community was affected, yeah. you know, yeah. it, that, that the struggle was real. It's not like it's like, oh, well, it's out of the DSM-5, it's no longer a mental illness, yeah. now we don't have to worry about it. No, like, it had very real ramifications yeah. that the queer community really had to deal with. But, of course, the one about the uh, lesions yeah, of on the backs of slaves and how that's the treat, like, that's just awful. cruel. That is cruel. And it's just, it's, you know, so I definitely wanted to think about things that, you know, when you did scientific racism, I yeah. mean, that was just, like, huge. Honestly. Something and, that I'd and- never really thought about and yeah. that I think people should recognize is a very real thing. Of course, and I really do appreciate the fact that, like, you're coming on here, obviously, and from an educational standpoint, like, and I, I appreciative that we can have these discussions at, on our podcast, and it's, it's, it's important, you know, it's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. not something that, and just because, again, like you said, it happened in the past, oh, it's, we're past it, we're not, you we're know? We're not and, past it, it's, it's still it's, very prevalent today. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to talk about, but the important thing is, to have those conversations, right, course, especially the same know. thing what we talk about with mental illness all the time. Yeah. You know? We I mean, definitely want to create a safe platform for people to talk about anything that they want to talk about everything. Right. So thank go you out, guys for joining us. Go out and vote. Yeah, same. We're on women. Go out and vote. Thank you guys for joining us uh, for our mental breakdown. We will be back with part two. I'm excited to hear that yeah. second part. And uh, we will definitely be in touch if you guys want to reach out to us gmail is diagnosing a killer at gmail.com patreon.com slash diagnosing a killer we have an instagram at diagnosing a killer and twitter is at killer diagnosis please reach out to us guys and give us your um opinions or your suggestions anything yeah, like, we what have do some you guys people that are here? following us that we don't know and we've not heard from them we just have them following us on social media <laughs> or they're on our patreon and stuff so please like reach out to us we want to hear from you guys yeah we won't send bobs or vigine though we definitely won't do that so don't ask for that <laughs> all right all right love you guys love you guys bye, bye.